Hey, what's up, guys? It's Dan from United Q. It's Wednesday, which means we have another awesome podcast to get you a hump day. I'm here with my co-host, Ben. Hello. And we are brought to you by ProQ, Barbecue Gourmet, Kamado Joe, and Smokewood Shack, our awesome sponsors. ProQ is dedicated to providing with quality smoking products with top-notch service and free advice for beginners to pit masters. And you can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under ProQ Smokers. So if you think about buying your first smoker, wanting to upgrade, or looking for charcoal cabinet smokers, check them out over at Max Barbecue. Barbecue Gourmet is devoted to promoting real barbecue and supplying the UK and Europe with top championship winning barbecue rubs, sauces, marinades and accessories from the US and around the world. And you can find them on Twitter and online under Barbecue Gourmet. So regardless of how you cook, whether it's on charcoal, wood, gas or electric, the real taste of barbecue can be yours all year round. I'm really out of breath today, and Kamado Joe is renowned for build quality and innovation. From smoking, roasting, or searing, Kamado Joe is the premium ceramic grill chosen by Michelin star chefs and barbecue enthusiasts alike. Get that great barbecue taste and keep the moisture locked in. Check them out over at kamadojoe.co.uk plus Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. Maybe you need to take your inhaler. That'll help. Maybe. Weekend of smoky goodness has taken its impact on my lungs. Nothing to do last night, then. What happened last night? You, you uh, full jazz, weren't you? No, 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 no. On today's show? On today's show, we're not full jazz. We are both sober. I am, anyway. <laughs> uh, and on today's show, we have Martin Anderson, the Travelling Gaucho. Hi, how are you doing? You're okay? Yeah, good, thank you. Uh, we've, we've, we've been trying to get you on and we've let you down a couple of times, so it's great to have you on finally and, and get to chat to you. Oh, it's nice talking to you, mate. Thanks for calling, anyway. No, very welcome, very welcome. Can you give our listeners a little bit of a background on introduce yourself and let them know uh, what what you're about and what you do? Well, um, my name is Martin Anderson. I come from Argentina. It's a, small, it's a very small county in Argentina called San Luis. And uh, I always have this passion for barbecue. And I was uh, I always, always cook. I was a chef. And when I came to England, I saw that there was a big market for uh, barbecues and for Argentinian meat as well. Yeah. So I start. Um, I, I start very slowly, like three or four years ago, and then. Uh, cool. It, it has grown up a lot, no, in the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. I remember I uh, first met you at the big meat. Uh, mm-hmm. You were with Tom Bray mm-hmm. at the big meat, and uh, you were cooking up some some amazing stuff and and demoing sort of uh, just simple but nice things. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's always nice to keep it simple when you can. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think that's what a, a lot of the sort of Argentinian style of, of cooking is is nice and simple, where you have your your fire and your meat, and and that is really it. And and you you can you baste it and just control the control the control the fire, and and that's that's think, it's very simple, which is which is beautiful. Yeah, fire, meat, wine or beer, and friends. Yeah, most important. Yeah, and I think you gave us a recipe. Chimichurri. For the uh, chimichurri as well, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> did you use it or not? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've I've, I've made it a couple times and. Mm. Uh, Fantastic. Yeah. Really, 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 I love it. Yeah. So, uh, so since since you've uh, since we saw you last, you've or we've saw you a couple times since then, but you are also now working in Temper, which is my favourite restaurant in in London from the last sort of the last year that I've been up a few times and tried a few places. Temper is my my favourite place, and uh, I came in and saw you in there, and uh, had a, had a fantastic meal, and and was great chatting to you and, and seeing you work work your magic behind the uh, behind the grills there. Yeah, my my life has uh, has had a big change last year. 
I went from uh, cooking for a vegetarian chain <laughs> to working in temper. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a chain uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's amazing. I, I really have fun. I mean, get to meet lots of people, uh, talk about barbecue. People that come to the restaurant are usually uh, barbecue lovers, so they want to talk about it. They want to talk about the meat, where the meat comes from. Cool. Yeah, and you work, you work obviously with Neil. What's it like working with Neil Rankin? Oh, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. The guy knows a lot. You know, it's it's a really pleasure working with him. Yeah. Neil and George, they are both masters. They they know what they do. They know they know everything, and it's, they are willing to teach as well. You know, if yeah. you're willing to learn, they're willing to teach. Yeah, that's good. It's good to have that from your like the people you look up to in the work. Yeah, it's very important. Mm. I'm sure they learn from you as well, because I know that you uh, have some great skills and great knowledge as well. So it's great to be in that environment where you can all sort of bounce off each other and, and teach each other and learn from each other. Oh, yeah, of course. Because the thing is, my background was always grilling, you know, in the Argentinian style. Yeah. And I didn't have any, any background on, or any knowledge on uh, smoking. Yeah. And the amount of, of work I've learned in smoking is uh, is. It's amazing, and what I, what I try to do is to use my knowledge in the grilling, or you know the different Argentinian cuts of meat, yeah, to see how they work in the smoking as well, or starting on the grill and finish smoking, um, and they don't mind when you try stuff if they work. They can be part of the menu. If they don't work, you keep trying, you know, until it works perfectly. Yeah, I remember when I was in there, you you gave me something that, that to try that you were working on. I can't remember what it was now, but you were working on it and. Uh, and you were saying that, that Neil really liked it and it was it was going to be put on the menu. And you were saying that that's one of the great things about working in temper is that you have the freedom to, to express yourselves. And if it's nice, then, then Neil will say it's nice and, and he will bring it onto the menu and, and respect you guys as chefs. Yeah, I think that's very important, no? Yeah. Uh, his, his career is done. So and he, he wants the restaurant to work and he wants people to have fun while they work. Yeah, definitely. But you, you hear about a lot of chefs and a lot of people working in restaurants and stuff, and they have no, no freedom. Uh, like the the head chef takes control of everything, and 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 that's just the way it is. So it's great to hear that that Neil's sort of uh, happy for you guys to express yourselves and and to develop things and 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 stuff like that. It's, it's really cool. Yeah, yeah, it's very important. We we obviously we would get Neil on the show sometime in the future, but I guess. Like we haven't really spoke about temper a huge amount on the show, other than like our own visits to it. So, do you want to tell us a little bit about temper and what what equipment and stuff you cook on in the kitchens there? Well, in temper we have um, two smokers on the back. One is a hot smoker and one is a cold smoker. Cool. Uh, so the idea is that you know that we get whole animals. Yeah, yeah. So it's everything on the menu, whole animal. Yeah. So there's there's um. On these certain cuts of the animals that they are very difficult, or they are they are not good for hot smoking, but they are very good for cold smoking. You know that something is uh, very slow, very gentle, and you just want them to get into a certain temperature and then stop the cooking. Yeah, it's like I always say, it's kind of similar to cooking fish, not to smoking fish, cold smoking fish. Yeah, um, and then in the front we have. Uh, an oven, a clay oven, mm-hmm. a robata grill, and then um, the rest of the rest of the grills, like a Japanese style grill. Yeah, and you've got like a what I would describe as like sort of like a, a, a chapel almost, where it's sort of like a cast iron uh, plate 
but with fire underneath uh, that you cook yeah. on as well. And it's, it's yeah. got the, the two, like the removable sort of uh, discs that you can sort of uh, put put pans on and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a wood burner. Yeah, yeah. It's like proper old style. I, I used to have one of those when I was a child. And, uh, and you've gone so full circle. Bring and now me, you've bring got me one back again. To memories, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what cooking's all about. It's just about memories and stuff. So that, well, that's yeah. what I think. Not always, but sometimes you want to recreate a childhood memory or, or you eat oh, something I, and it brings back memories of, of when you were out with your family or, or at a special event with your family or a party and, and you tried something that you loved or you were traveling on holiday and, and it's all about memories and, and creating new memories as well. Yeah, I think it's very important if, uh, because if, if you cannot go back into childhood means that you are not enjoying your job properly, no? Um, yeah, definitely, definitely. I think it's part of everything. So what's your favorite thing that's on the menu at Temper at the moment? You know, my favorite thing at the moment is uh, a breed of cow. <laughs> the whole cow is amazing. And the, the breed is called Lincoln Red. Yeah. Or Lincolnshire Red. Oh, yeah. Wow, yeah. man. I think, wow. yeah, I think, did, did we, do you do that on a taco? You do that on a taco, don't you? You do, uh, it's sort of like slices of the rib, isn't it? I think. Yes, I, well, yeah, that's what, that's what I used to do. That's what I did for you. Yeah. I, I used to, sm- I hot smoke the ribs. Yeah. And then take the bone off, yeah, and um, and press it for a couple of hours, like people do the pork belly. I do that with the with yeah, the and it's really good. Oh, it was it was absolutely delicious, and like the 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 Lincolnshire red was was really really tasty beef, like beautiful flavored beef, oh, and the amazing. and the fat just melts melted in my mouth, and it was it was really really nice, de- and delicious. You know, you know, we had a Wagyu beef a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. The whole Wagyu cow. But I would say Lincoln, Lincolnshire Red. It's a shame that there's not many farms. I think there's only two farms in the UK that are breeding at the moment. But um, I would say to people, if they can get, if you can, they can ask the local butcher around if they know someone that is Lincoln Red, that they can get it to try it because it's so, so good. Yeah, it was. It was a really delicious beefy flavor and... and the the fat, like I said, was was really beautiful and just melted nicely and had lovely flavour. Yeah, it's, it's it's really great. So so when you're at Timber and you're getting like you said whole animal, are you actually getting the whole animal delivered to the store and you're deciding how you cut it or do you get it already cut into so, certain meats? No, we 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 get it in eight pieces. Mm-hmm. Each piece weighed about fifty kilos, and then. We do the butchery, the rest of the, the, the breaking down of the animal ourselves. Yeah, cool, uh, cool. So then you get to decide what sort of cuts you want to make from, from those pieces and you can then right, get yeah. it to fit your menu and, and stuff like that. And yeah, really cool. Yeah, yeah for example, I'm off today. So I did the butchery for today and tomorrow, yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for, for today, for example, there is for beef, beef-wise, there is um, round top or top round, top round. Yep. Um, picanha. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ribeye. Cool. Sirloin. Plus, on the smoke, that's for the grilling part of the, of the yeah. restaurant. And then in the smoker, I left uh, one brisket on the bone. Yeah. And then uh, ribs again. Amazing. 
Yeah, so people today and tomorrow, people that go today and tomorrow, they will have very, very good meat. Yeah, sounds And that's good. a good thing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's the thing you need to try, that everybody, people try different cuts and different style of cookings and that's in different flavors as well. I think that's a fun part of of uh, of temper. Yeah, so how is the menu really, it's almost like changing all the time really, isn't it? Well, they, they change the sides and, and uh, desserts. And tacos, the tacos change a lot as well. Yeah, and I think what's nice is when you're sat around. My my favorite place is to sit on on the bar, uh, on the the cooking bar, and and sort of watch all the guys at work. And, and there's always something going on. It's a really busy uh, kitchen, and it's right in front of everyone. So you have uh, when we arrived, there was uh, two people who were who were pressing tacos. So they had they were weighing out the taco balls, weighing out the dough, and they're pressing them away. And then uh, there was people who were. At the clay oven, doing stuff with the clay oven, and then you were grilling on the on the other side. Oh, we and never yeah, we it never was stopped. it was really good to see though. It's really great to see like a, a live kitchen at work. And and sometimes, I mean, you get to you go to places and they say they've got a kitchen outside, but really it's it's for show and they just do little bits out there. But really, in temper, what you get to see is a, is a real working kitchen and everyone's in there doing lots of stuff. And and you see how busy it is and how much work goes into to creating such a fantastic menu. Yeah, imagine the, the taco guys, they press 1,000 tortillas a day. Yeah. That's crazy, yeah? Yeah, and I, and they weigh out, they were weighing every individual ball, so they were weighing it to, to weight, and they were, uh, I mean, I have to say that it must have been pretty good, because nearly every ball that they were ripping off and rolling in their hands and putting on was exactly two weights. So, <laughs> so you do a 1,000 a day, you're yeah. quite good at it. Yeah, you're like a master taco weigher with your hands, you know exactly what to do. I don't forget the bread, maybe yeah. 500 breads as well. Yeah, yeah, and... Uh, yeah. You yeah, know, it was really cool to see. I really, really enjoyed enjoyed coming, and, and I have to say, it was my favourite meal that I've had uh, this this year. Uh, Fantastic. And then, uh, well, I tried this place called Kiln, which which isn't too far from you guys uh, in Soho, and uh, that was uh, that was very good as well, no? Yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed it. It's sort of like a Thai Thai inspired sort of food, so it's uh, cooked in like sort of clay pots over fire. Uh, yeah, and I, I can't wait to Kiln. That's just one of the places I want to go. The problem is time, you know, I don't have the time to visit. Them. Yeah, yeah, you're working too much and you need to, when you're off, you want to relax instead of going around and finding somewhere else to eat. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, but it was, as well, on my days off, I, I do some catering sometimes, you know, private catering. Yeah, yeah. So I don't have any, su- summertime for me is dead, no, I don't have any, so it's dead, no, it's busy. I don't have any time off. Mostly. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, and bet that's that's already started. I'm sure you'll you'll be into the thicker things soon, and it'll be non-stop. I'm sure. But uh, a kiln was very similar, in my opinion, to temper in the fact that the way that the way that we ordered and the way that you sort of advised we ordered was sort of not tapas style, but that sort of it where it's smaller plates and you order a few things, and whoever you're with, you try a bit of theirs, and they try a bit of yours, and and you get to have a little bit of everything. And, and for me, when I go to a nice restaurant, I look at the menu and. Or not a nice, it's different. My, my nice restaurant probably isn't what some people think is a nice restaurant. But when I go somewhere, I look at the menu and I think, wow, I'd like to try this, this, this and this. And I end up ordering it and you have 100 plates on your table, which you can't finish and it's a waste of food. So it's, it's good to, I like, I like the style of eating that Temper sort of uh, proposes and Kiln's very similar where you order a few different things and you get to try a few different bits and, and, and really experience the menu and... and uh, and take a little bit of a journey with temper, which is which is really cool. Yeah, I think I think I think my, my idea about Rafina is they were they were starting with that, no? Um, and Brindis as well, those kind of places. 
Yeah. It's very good because you can try different things. You can have a conversation about the meteor eating. Uh, yeah. There's no, there's no rules, you know? There's no rules. So this is start, this is main. No. This is the, the exactly. Third, yes, the third, the but there's no rules on the start and the main courses and side. You can have what you want to have in the order you want to have, and nobody will judge you, you know? Exactly. And I, mm. I just feel it's more social as well. I think. I'm going to go back and say tapas because it is that style of, of, of eating where I just find it's more social because you order something, then, I don't know, the waitress walks past or the, or the chef's there at the bar and you're asking for something else because there's not like you. You don't order, you don't sit down, order, and then you can do that. I know you can do that. You do roasts and stuff as well and you can sit down and just order. But if you want to, you can sit there and have a bit of this, then then something else catches your eye. You see your waitress walking in and you say, oh, what's that? Can I have one of those? And it's just more social. You get to enjoy it. It's, it's, it's not, you don't go in somewhere and just sit down and, and eat a meal and, and then leave again. I, I really, more really... More of an experience. Yeah, more of an experience. Mm. And, and, and you feel that, that you, you leave having tried a, a really great variety of food, which is good. Yeah, because, you know, you, if, you, if you come to, to Temper, for example, and you order 100 of each of the meat... Yeah. It's like having two main courses. Yeah, yeah. No, and then you, and, but then you're trying different meat. You're trying pork. You're trying goat. That may, not everybody has the possibility of, of eating. You have lamb. Yeah. And you have beef as well. No, so I think I think it's, it's a very good idea, and, and the concept works as well. Yeah, I, I I really enjoyed it. And there's a there's a temper two that's coming very soon, I believe. Yeah, it's a different. It's a different. Um, I think it's different. It's gonna be more like curries and okay, tin and tonics. Wow, cool, cool. So looking forward yeah. to trying that. Mm. Uh, the drawing looks amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen a couple of uh, photos that Neil's put on. I think it's still in its quite early stages of building, and he's he's sent these posted some pictures on Instagram and stuff. And yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I, I really, really, like I said, I really like Temper, and it'll be good to see what number two's like as well. And you guys are going to be uh, Taste of London. Yeah, we're going to be Taste of London, um, Regent's Park, uh, coming up. Yes, I think it's 14 to 18 of um, of June. Cool, cool. And uh, and with that, the the way it works is different sessions. So there's like a morning session, an evening session, and you you buy a ticket, you go in, and there's sort of like I think there's like ten, ten or more uh, sort of really nice restaurants in London that that are coming and showcasing what they do. And there's uh, demos and stuff going on from other chefs and uh, master classes and stuff that you can book onto. So with your ticket, you get like the option to book onto a few uh, master class if you like to, or you can just come in and, and wander around and, and see the different restaurants, meet them, talk to them, eat their food, and, and see what they're offering. So it's a really nice place to showcase what what you guys are doing and, and what the rest of the restaurants in, in London are doing. Oh yeah, and I, th- I think it's amazing. I've been there a couple of times before with, with another restaurant. And it's good fun for us working there, and it's a very good fun for people that go there as well. Because, like I said, there's lots of interaction. There's, there's a bit more time to talk to people. There is uh, lots of things going on. Um, I, I think it's a very nice place to go with friends. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think it'd be a great day out, and uh, what a lovely location as well. I mean, Regent's Park's absolutely beautiful, and especially if it has the weather. Fingers crossed, it has the weather, and, and it's such a beautiful place in the in the middle of London, which which will be perfect venue f- for it. Well, if I, if I remember, the state of London is quite lucky with the weather. Um, I went there a couple of times before, and it's always been sunny. So fingers crossed, it'll be sunny again this year. You're thinking about possibly going up, aren't you, Ben? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was that weekend I've got available at the moment, so I was having a just search around the internet for what food oh. foodie events are going on that weekend, and I stumbled across that festival, and then saw Temple there. I was like, 
yeah, definitely got to go to this now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'd be, we'd be amazing to see you around, the guys. Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm away. I'm away. I'm getting married yeah, that week, here, so that I won't be here. I'm getting married uh, just outside Barcelona, so I'm. Uh, oh, sugar. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'll be over there. I'll be over there. I can't make it, but uh, but I'm sure I'm, I'll be gutted. I can't make it actually because I've been speaking spirit. to quite a few people who who are going to be there and, and working. So so yeah, it would have been nice. You, you would have lots of fun in Barcelona anyway. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, she'd, I mean, Yosma, uh, the, they're going to be there, which is a it's like a Turkish uh, star restaurant, but. I mean, again, um, absolutely amazing food in there. And uh, cricket, which is Indian, again, like a similar sort of thing where you sit on the bar and you watch them. It's very similar to Kiln. So you can oh. sit on the bar and you watch them cook as well. And, and uh, that's really, really nice. There's a few other places that I, I haven't been yet. So uh, Asta, which is a Nordic-style restaurant, uh, Senor Ceviche, a Peruvian-style restaurant, which I, I would love to go to. I think that sounds fantastic. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Duck and Waffle are going to be there. So that's uh, Dan Doherty. Uh, he's yeah. going to be there, and and I know that he's a fantastic chef. So, so that that would be well, you, good, I'm sure. Usually, usually in the state of London, the very best restaurants are there. No, most of them. Yeah. Because they, they want, I think they want to showcase the restaurants, and they want to see to show what they do and the different flavors you can get. Yeah, it seems like just looking through, it seems like it's a fantastic mix. Ember uh, Yard are going to be there, so. Yeah, I mean it looks it looks fantastic. So I am really gutted that, that I'm not going to be around. But I'm, I hope everyone has an amazing weekend. And I'm, and out of all of those places, uh, I've been to a, quite a few of these. Looking through Tempo is my favourite. So I'm sure it'd be a great place for you guys to showcase what you're really doing. And there's been there's been fantastic press and fantastic reviews about Tempo recently. I've read lots of good stuff. Uh, so yeah, you're doing amazing work, guys. Yeah, thank you. We're doing. We're gonna be doing cabrito and maton in um, in the in the Regent's Park. Cool, awesome, very nice, very nice. And yeah. you, uh, you get your you get your cabrito from James Wetler, I believe, don't you? From uh, cabrito, yeah, from cabrito. <laughs> so uh, I've seen a few yeah. pictures of of him with you guys, uh, and you guys all carrying goats down over the shoulder downstairs. Oh, it's so much fun! Every time he comes, we do we do a show. <laughs> <laughs> usually, there's like ten or eleven goats coming down the, the the stairs, you know, and people cannot believe it. <laughs> but as well, it's a way of showing customers, you know, that we know the people that bring the food for us, that we have a relationship, and we're not scared to show you yeah, the whole animal, you know. And that that is that is, I think that's perfect. I think it's such a great thing to see. And it's so simple to do, and I think a lot of places should should follow that and, and show like this is where we know we know where we're getting our food from. This is where it comes from. Yeah. We we have a relationship with the producers, mm-hmm. and, and here's the farmer carrying here's the, it down yeah, the stairs. Here's the farmer, and, and here's the whole animal coming in through the front door. And I couldn't believe the size of it. He turned up at my house yeah. with a goat, and I was in my kitchen uh, looking out the window, and uh, he rung me saying he's outside. I looked out the window, and uh, he had just a whole goat over his shoulder. And uh, he told me he was bringing a goat round, and I don't know. I just I presumed it'd be a lot smaller. Uh, no, not that big. It was huge. Yeah. It was huge. <laughs> we'd, we'd planned to cook cook it whole, but we realised it wouldn't have fit in any of our equipment yeah. that we had. I was like, oh, I'm going to cook a whole goat. I'm just going to do it whole. And then like he turned up, and I was like, there's no way that's going to fit in any of my smokers. So then I broke it down and and uh, did some amazing bits actually. I mean, uh, we did a. Uh, I left. I uh, did sort of the goat ribs, but left the whole uh, whole belly on and, and everything, and just did basically like a side of goat. Oh, just, that's the best part! Oh my god, it was. Mm. I did it on the priya, and it was absolutely just beautiful. The fat, like the, it just melted nicely inside, and it was so juicy and and so 
It was just absolutely beautiful. So I, I, did, I did an event with Neil, just yeah. me and him, and we was uh, serving God for 200 people. And wow. we started in the smoker. Yeah. And we finished it in the, in the cross. Yeah, very nice. So me and Neil, they got the sides and the belly, and we did ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> and then we left the rest for the customer. <laughs> <laughs> Keep the good bits and give them the rest. Oh, it's amazing. You know, with the nice salt and pepper, the flavors are great. Well, most people were, I, I, in, before I had that whole goat, I'd done sort of legs of goat, shoulder of goat, and, and did like pull, pulled shoulder and stuff like that. And and that's all I'd really had. But it wasn't until then I got the whole goat that then I got to enjoy the rest of it. Like, uh, for instance, like goat, the loin. I uh, Basically, I took the loin out and basically sli- and uh, sliced it up in sort of medallions and I... And I grilled that and it was it was absolutely beautiful it was it was really really nice so like uh you bring it out from the inside of like the spine area basically and, and there yeah and it was just absolutely just phenomenal i had that for for breakfast it was uh <laughs> delicious and i just found i had all this goat and i had to use every single bit of it like i mean just to respect the animal and also like to thank james who brought me a whole goat to to enjoy and and to, it was there uh, for goattober last year to it was help promote that oh, so man, we did a lot yeah. of work to uh to promote that we worked really hard and, and it was actually really good because the the barbecue community really got behind it and uh, james was so happy with with the response that he had and people were doing amazing stuff so it was really cool a lot of it was influenced by uh by neil's uh he did goat shoulder tacos yeah, at meetopia tacos about and... four years ago or something so a lot of people were were uh, following in his footsteps and giving that a go. We did some jerk goat, which was which was really nice. Mm. Uh, so we made we marinated. Was it a leg? Two two legs? Yeah, I think we did two. Didn't we? Two legs marinated in sort of uh, in, in jerk marinade, and then we uh, we made up our, our jerk rub and rubbed it up, and we did it on the uh, the jerk pan barbecue. That mm. was that was really nice. Uh, really nice flavors. Complemented the meat really well. Uh, yeah, apparently, apparently goat is going to be really big this year. Yeah, yeah. I reckon yeah. it's going to be massive this year. Yeah, I really hope it is because it, it needs as much promotion as it does, as it can. Uh, I saw the other day that someone's also involved with using, again, even more of the whole animal where they're actually getting the skins from, from James. So when he when he sell, when he he sell butchers the animal and they de-skin them, they're now using the skins to make uh, bags and, uh, yes. and stuff like that. Yes, I think like to, to, show, uh, to show us what they were doing with the skins. Yeah. Wow, man, the quality is amazing. It look, I've not seen them in person, but I've seen the pictures, and they look they look really, really smart and and lovely. And it's another great thing to see happening because, I mean, for for so many uh, Billy goats to be wasted, and I'm sure we'll have another one in Goatober, and we've gone on about goat so much, but mm. to see so many just uh, waste waste of product where they're just killing them at, at birth and stuff, and I just think that it's an animal that's try and encourage it encourage the world to basically that's not the world but basically the uk because already a lot of the world already do but if we yeah. can make it a staple in the uk just even having it once a week or once every two weeks we'll, we'll bring it up enough to to make sure that uh, it's, the animals are getting used instead of wasted and and again little companies like that who are who are now starting to use the skins to to make bags and stuff like that uh again it's just fantastic making well, making you know, use I I studied zootechnic so technic when I was uh, when I was when I was younger in Argentina. Yeah. And it's uh, because my family were farmers, so I studied like it's, it's a career that you do vet and agriculture at the same time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's just uh, 
farm orientated. And one of the one of the things that we studied was how to use the whole animal, you know, the skins to do leather and yeah. bags and things like that. Then the insides they go to another place. So that, that's I think that that's the, that's fantastic about the cabrito at the moment. Everything is being used. Yeah, definitely, and that that is that is the beauty of it. And I I really respect that, and and I would love to see more restaurants doing the same thing, and more and more producers doing the same thing. And do you guys do a lot with offal, or I've, I've not really. I don't know if I've seen a lot, but no, you... because offal is quite funny. Yeah, um, you cannot get the offal with the animals you you buy. No, no, because they tend to be hung for a few days or or longer. Yeah. So by the time that happens, the offal's not good. So offal so needs to buying be. Buying offal side doesn't go with the with temper no. um, motto. No, that makes that no. makes sense. So if if um, I, I, and you know the, in the abattoirs they're quite funny. They they even sli- slice the kidneys. Yeah. So it's very rare to find the kidneys whole. And when they're sliced and open, you don't want to use them. I eat them myself. I most of them I eat them myself. You know, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but sometimes when they come with the sweetbreads or the kidneys are are whole, I just make tacos for the customers, like a like a. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's lovely. I mean, I do get that. Way, you know? Yeah, because sometimes, like you said, uh, once once the animals are butchered, they tend to be hung for at least a few days and and stuff. So by the time they yeah, arrive, like the offal is is probably the lamb is hung for two weeks. Usually. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah, the offal by that point is, is no good. Cool, cool. Well, Fantastic. thank you very much for coming on. Uh, no, we really enjoyed talking to you, and hopefully, look forward to to having you on in the future again. Yes, I have very exciting things coming coming quite soon. Yeah, so, so we're looking forward to I hearing what that. You know about it. Brilliant! Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Chat nice to, to you, Angie. You. Chat to you soon. Have a good day. Take care. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We've recorded yet another awesome podcast, and I've forgotten what I'm about to say. So that awesome podcast is to get you over hump day. All right, so make sure you're over the hump and you've enjoyed it. As always, we're brought to you by ProQ, Barbecue Gourmet, Kamado Joe, and Smoke with Jack, our awesome sponsors. ProQ is dedicated to providing you with quality smoking products with top-notch service and free advice for beginners to pitmasters, and you can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under ProQ Smokers. So if you think about buying your first smoker, wanting to upgrade, or looking for charcoal cabinet smokers, check them out over at Max Barbecue. And Barbecue Gourmet is devoted to promoting real barbecue and supplying the UK and Europe with top championship winning barbecue rubs, sauces and marinades from the US and around the world. And you can find them on Facebook, Twitter and online under Barbecue Gourmet. So regardless of how you cook, whether it's from charcoal, wood, gas or electric, the real taste of barbecue can be yours all year round. And Commander Joe is renowned for build quality and innovation from smoking, roasting or searing. Commander Joe is the premium ceramic grill chosen by Michelin star chefs and barbecue enthusiasts alike. Get that great barbecue taste and keep the moisture locked in. Check out commandojoe.co.uk plus Facebook and Twitter. Smoke with Jack delivers quality smoking wood every time. They provide the smoking goodness, you provide the talent. So if you're looking for smoking wood chunks, dust, chips or planks, then head on over to smokewoodshack.com and you can find them on Twitter and on Instagram at smokewoodshack. So goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. Ciao. Ciao for now.